just to let, you know, just, just to know that God hears me. And man, to bring the word, to me, that's, you know, already preached to me. Cause I feel, feel like I can run through a troop, leap over a wall now, you know. I feel like I'm finna come out of this thing. Wherever it is, wherever I'm in, I feel like I'm coming out of this thing. Cause I mean, that's just a confirmation of what the brother had told me, had given me maybe a few months ago. Brother Joe caught me over there on the side of the wall and, and ministered to me about God finna bring me out. I said, Lord, what am I in? Where am I? Must not be in a good place. But I've been through the fire, as the song says. But I got out. I'm coming out because he's in the fire with me. How many know God is in the fire with you? He's in the fire with you coming out of what you in. And I just believe it. And I just cannot stop believing what God says. I'm coming out. You coming out of what you in. And I just thank him this morning. He's a mighty God. We're going to be in the second book of Kings chapter 1. And I'm just going to read Exodus 20, 1 through 3, I believe. He's a mighty God, a mighty God. Man, I can't help it but praise God. And I'll be sitting over there, be trying to keep my mind on what I got to say and what I got to preach. But when the, but when it comes time to praising God, I cannot sit down. You know, they got to hold my mule, as Shirley says. Hold, I got to praise God. You know, so I'm asking the Holy Ghost to help me this morning because he's my help. And God ain't the Holy Ghost your help. He's my help. Not only this one, he's my helper. You know, I thank the Lord for giving me help because he know I need help. You know, I'm weak in, in my own self, but I'm strong in him. So I thank him for the Holy Ghost. I want to thank the Lord this morning, Father, we come before you. Oh, God, as always, God, Lord God, to be able, God, to handle this word, Lord God, it is a privilege, oh God, and an honor, Lord God, to be able to speak, Father God, oh God, what you have given us to speak. So I pray, Father, this morning, God, that the Holy Ghost would help me this morning, that we speak to me and speak through me this morning. Lord, I pray, Father God, if somebody, God, sitting, God, not only in this congregation, but God, God, over the internet, God, over the website, Father God, that they will be blessed on this morning, God, because, God, you have blessed me, Lord, with this word, God, to let me know. You've already confirmed your word to me, Lord, that you're with me, Father God, and you're bringing me out, God. Hallelujah. And I just thank you this morning. And I pray, Father God, for all those that are sick, Lord, this morning. Lord, all we hear, God, all over the land, the people are sick, God, everywhere. But, God, we rebuke the sickness right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we ask that you go out Father God, and touch your people, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Loose them, God, in the name of Jesus, and let them go from the grip of the enemy, God. Heal, Father, and deliver, God. Make them free and free indeed, God. I pray, Father God, that the word, God, of healing, God, be sent this morning, God, to every believer, God, and those, Father God, that don't understand, touch them, God. Have mercy upon them, Father, and heal this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray, amen. So many people sick in the land. I mean, sickness everywhere. You lay the oil on them. You lay your hands on them. They say they get well. And then all of a sudden, the next day, they back in the mother group. They back sick again. So I just keep going back. Keep on going back. I keep going back and say, Lord, until you until you finish this thing, I'm going to keep going back. I'm going to keep laying my hands on you until you finish this thing. 
And I know that the devil think he's going to tire us out, but that is just not so. You know, we're tired of being tired. We're tired of the devil trying to tire us out. And so when you get tired of, sick and tired of, of being sick and tired, something on the inside, you just rise up. Have you ever seen, I, my kids showed me this video of this, this little bitty guy was getting bullied by this great big old kid. And he was just, his back was up against the wall. And he just got tired of this bully just messing with him. He lit into that bully and told that big, big old guy. Like, he's like, man, I wish I was there. I helped that. But he lit into that guy. It's almost like God is showing us, look, we're going to light into the devil. We're getting sick and tired of this devil of what he's doing. You know, he ain't nothing but a bully. You know, wolfing, selling wolf tickets, roaring as if though he's the lion of Judah. He's not. I get tired of the devil. I say, Lord, I'm tired. I'm going to keep on coming. I'm going to keep on coming. I'm coming in your name. So I just thank the Lord for just being with us. Exodus 20, 1 through 3. And the God, and God spake all these words saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make any, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Let's go to Second Kings 1. And I titled this, There is a God in Israel. Then Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. And Ahazah, Ahaziah fell down through the lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I should cover of this disease. But the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, the Tishbite, arise, go up to meet the messenger, the king of Samaria, and say unto them, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that ye go and inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Akram? Here it is. The king of, of Samaria fell down and got sick in his body some kind of way. And instead of looking to God, he sent messengers to go and seek for his recovery from a God named Beelzebub. Beelzebub means owner or Lord. And this king was a king after his, his father that ruled and reigned in an evil state. This king was not a king after God's heart. And King Ezekiah went looking and went searching for another God for his recovery. And then God sent Elijah to stop these messages and tell him, look, you go and tell the king that uh, you go and tell the king why. Go and ask why is he looking for his recovery from another God, from Beelzebub. You know, he said, is there not a God in Israel? You know, that's a question 
for the people of God. The people uh, get off into all kinds of stuff and they get off. I, I believe that the situations that we we get ourselves in or that we come into. You ain't, it ain't because of what you do all the time. But God is testing you to see what you're going to do. Your back might be up against the wall. Uh, you might be down and out. You might be fearful. You might be afraid of some things. We know that God has not given us the spirit of fear. But there are things that come up on us that sometimes, sometimes, some of God's people have switched over and they just can't wait for God. So they go seeking other things and other ways for their recovery. And so this man, he was just a wicked king. He just didn't want to seek God at all. But some of God's people, oftentimes, they look over God and go somewhere else. They just, the Lord is right there with them. But sometimes they just overlook him and bypass God and go and do something else and get themselves in a whole lot of trouble. So the man of God, he he stops these uh, messengers from going to uh, inquire Beelzebub. I guess we can call, he stopped the prayers of this king uh, that's seeking his healing from another, which he should be seeking his healing from God, the God of Israel. But they don't know who, they don't know who God really is because I believe that this man wasn't taught by his parents who God was. His mama and his daddy was Abraham, Ahab and Jezebel. So you know he didn't have no upbringing. So he did what he knew to do. But God still going to hold you accountable. He's still going to hold you accountable. Because somewhere along the line we talk about that God requires us. He, he It's something inside of us that 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 God says it's, it's something inside of you that you ought to know better than seek somebody else. You should be knowing what you should be doing. Here it is. People don't realize that God is with them. Uh, Revelation 21 and 3 says, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and the, and God himself will be, and God himself will be them, be with them as their God. Here it is. We got to realize and understand. I know I'm, what well, I, I'm so glad that Revival Center knows that God is with them. I'm so glad that Revival Center has been taught that we're supposed to seek God and no other God. We wait for God and no other God. We wait for nobody else but God. And he said, uh, John the Revelator said, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with you. The dwelling place of God is in you. And he will dwell with them. And this, and, and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. We know that God is our God. But sometimes we fall short. Joshua, uh, 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 God told Joshua in Joshua 1 and 9, he said, Have I not commanded thee, Joshua, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee forever." 
wherever thou goest. We got to realize that God is where, where God is with us wherever we go. He said he's Jehovah Shama. That means God is there. God is everywhere. There's no place in this world that you can go where God isn't. God is everywhere you go. He said, y'all don't be afraid. He said, don't neither be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee. Not just with thee, but whithersoever, wherever you go, I'm going to be there with you. And so it don't make no difference where we are, what situation that we in. God is there. He's there. He's Jehovah Shammah. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God doesn't have to show up because he's already there. God is always with us. He said, I'll be with you wherever you go. Now, therefore, thus, verse four. Now, therefore, thus said the Lord thy God, the Lord, thou shalt not come down from thy bed which thou come down from thy bed, that bed on which thou art gone up, but shall surely die. And, Eli- and Elijah departed. And when the messengers turned back unto him, he said unto them, Why are thou, why, why are ye now turned back? He said, Otherwise, why are y'all back so soon? Surely y'all didn't go to Philistine and, and inquire that fast. Surely he didn't give you an answer that fast. So what y'all doing back so early? And they said unto him, there came a man up to meet us and said unto us, go turn again unto the king that sent you and say unto him, thus said the Lord, is it not because there is not a God in Israel that thou sendest to inquire Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Therefore thou should not come down from that bed, from that bed on which thou art going up, but thou should surely die. And he said unto him, what manner of man was he which came up to meet you and told you these words? And they said, and they answered, they answered him, he was a hairy man and girded with girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, it is Elijah, that Tishbite. <laughs> What man of man was told you this? And they started to describe him. Oh, it's that man of God. Oh, my God. When people <laughs> see you coming, people giving, give your identity, people, they, they, they know exactly who you're talking about. That, that guy to drive that white pickup truck with the rust around the fingers. Oh, that's Al. Oh, yeah. He always talking about Jesus. He always talking about God. Every time you see him, he just want to say something about the Lord. He can't never have a, a decent conversation with us about this, about that. That ain't a decent conversation. So people are going to know who you are. They're going to know who you are when they describe you. Oh, that's that lady from up there in Wentzville. She don't never close her church. She always got them folk in there and the people want to be at home with their families, but they always in there praying about something. God ain't answering no prayers yet. All you got to do is come on in here and find out. Come on and hear somebody's testimony. Listen on the website and see what the Lord has done for us. God ain't playing. <laughs> so God ain't playing with nobody. And so here it is. He sent them back. To give this man, to, to tell the king that 
long as you are seeking Beelzebub, you ain't coming down off of this, the sick bed. God is saying, as long as people are in the, the, some people that, that, if they ain't, excuse me, y'all, as long as this man was seeking Beelzebub, he wasn't coming down off that sick bed. As long as people are in a state that they're in, not seeking God, they ain't going to get what they're looking for for God. As long as you look into another, you ain't getting what you think you're going to get from God. So this man thought he was going to get his healing from, a, from another, but he wasn't going to get his healing from another. So we got to know that, look, we got to know that God is with us. Jeremiah said, has any other nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people, he said, God's people have changed their glory for that which do not profit. God's people, he's saying, is changing their glory. They're changing their gods. They're crying out to whoever they're crying out to. Allah, they're crying out to Buddha. They're crying out to, to people on TV shows. They, they're calling in late at night to, to, to get an answer f- f- from this person or that person instead of crying out to God. Instead of crying out to God, people are crying out to everybody else. And you ain't going to come off your sickbed. You ain't going to get your financial blessing. You ain't going to get your healing if you ain't seeking God. You got to seek God for what you want. David said, look, it is time to seek the Lord. He said in Psalms 34 and 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Anybody sought the Lord? Anybody sought the Lord when they were sick? Anybody sought the Lord when they was in trouble? He said, in the days of my trouble, I sought the Lord. He said, all night long, I prayed with my hands lifted up. My soul was not comforted. Why? Because he was waiting for God. We got to seek God all, however long it takes, you got to seek God. He said, I sought him in all my troubles. I sought the Lord and I'm seeking God in all my troubles, in all my fears. Because I know that one day God is going to come, he's going to hear me. Sometimes we don't want to seek God. It's time to seek God. But you got to wait for God. We don't want to wait for God. This man didn't want to wait for God. He had to go and seek another. You know, we got to wait. Isaiah said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Some of us ain't waiting on God long enough. Some of us move before God move. We got to wait on the move of God. My son took my grandson to the emergency room the other day and he got there early in the morning and I called him he said yeah damn still here he said it's packed he said they turning people away I called him again it was late in the evening I said you still up there he said yeah still waiting on the doctor people wait 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 and wait on that doctor they don't get up and move. They don't get up and leave. 
I've waited and waited, but some, there's been a few times where I got up and got out of there. I said, this is just ridiculous. If, I, if I'm going to hurt in this room, I can hurt in my room. And when they take me to the back, and, and I know when I come back out, I ain't going to be no different. I go home and wait. What I'm trying to say is that some of us need to stay in God's waiting room and wait for him. Some people, they wait for the doctors all night, all day long, and believe that they're going to get what they're looking for. You got to be in God's waiting room and got to know that you're going to get what you're looking for. As long as you wait on God, stay in God's waiting room. God is going to come sooner or later. God's going to come. But we got to be in God's waiting room. We got to wait for our healing. We got to wait for our deliverance. We just got to wait for whatever God has for us. Whatever that you're looking for, you got to wait for God. Be in his waiting room. He ain't going to he ain't going to pass you by. God ain't going to just, he ain't going to say, well, look, there's too many, turn them away. God ain't going to turn nobody away. He don't turn nobody down. He's got room, just come on, bring them on in. There's room at the cross, there's room at my waiting room. Come on. God wants you to come. But we just got to wait on the Lord and know that God is going to be our doctor. Know that God is going to heal. God is going to deliver. If God don't come, if look, God, God is going to send a servant. He's going to speak to one of his people. If they don't come, he's going to send an angel. If the angel get hung up fighting with the devil coming. He's going to say, look, he's going to remind you and say, look, the word is not thee, even in your mouth. All you got to do is remember and speak a word over yourself. Sometimes we get too busy. We don't hear God. God trying to send you down to the hospital, trying to send you to somebody's house. We don't hear him. It's, he sent his angel, his ministering angels. They get held up fighting the devil. And we still got to wait for God. We got You got to know that God is going to show up. You got to know that God is not a man that he shall not lie. If God said that, he, look, if you wait from him, he's going to renew your strength. He's going to give you what you're looking for. You got, we just got to believe that God is who he say he is. We got to believe that God would do what he said he would do. We just got to believe. We got to hope in your pain, in your anguish, in your fear. You just got to believe. You, we better be found when God comes to his waiting room. He ain't going to call you to the back. He's going to come out. This doctor comes out looking for you. When God comes looking for you, you better be there waiting for God. You got to be there waiting for God. So this man couldn't wait for God. So he sent messengers to seek out his healing. Folk do the same thing today. They sent out all kind of stuff instead of sending it out to God. They sent it to people. Send it to God. Get on your knees and pray. Get on your knees and cry out to God. David said, I sought the Lord all night. He said, and he cried all night. Got to cry all night sometimes to get what you want. Cried a lot of times to get what I want for my daddy. All he needs is a few tears. Get a few tears, he make him feel so sorrowful. And he get what you want. Second Kings 1 and 9. Then the king sent unto him a captain of 50 with his 50. And, and he went up to him. And behold, he sat on the top of the hill and he spake unto him. Thou man of God, the king hath said, come down. Here it is, the king sending 
his captains now, 50 people, to come and get the man of God. Thou man of God, come down. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of, of 50, if I be a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy 50. And there came down fire from heaven and consumed him and his 50. And again, also he sent unto him another captain of 50 and his 50. And he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thou <laughs> thus had the king said, come down here quickly. And Elijah answered and said unto him, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee with thy 50. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50. Look at here. This king got so mad at this man and he sent people to come and get him. Got to understand why God was consuming these folk. God said, touch not my anointing, do my prophets no harm. Here they come out talking real harsh to the man of God and calling him the man of God. Man of God, come on down here quickly. We're going to take you to the king. It ain't that Elijah said, if I be the man of God, he knew who he was. Because I'm the man of God, let God send down fire now to consume you. You got to know who you are when people are talking bad about you. You got to know who you are in, in today's world. You got to know that you are a child of God. He said, touch not my anointing, do my prophets no harm. Keep your hands, not only your hands, but keep your mouth off of my people. People are talking bad about God, folk, and they get themselves in trouble. And they're wondering why they're sick. Wondering why they can't come out of places that they're in. Because they'll put their mouths on God's people. That's God's anointing. God rose them up. God put them in places. Not you. And so he said, if... Be, if I be a man of God, I said, because I'm a man of God, God said, don't touch his people. He said, it's better for you to have a millstone about your neck and drown in the depths of the sea to offend one of these little ones of mine. So we got to be careful about what we say. That's why God tells us to bridle our tongue. We can't tame it. Sometimes folk do get on your nerve, you know, even your brothers and sisters in the Lord. That is God's anointing. Not just a preacher. You know, God pours himself in us. His spirit is in us. We are the anointed. You know, sometimes you can't get a bottle of oil. And when you go and lay hands on somebody, what God has poured in you is going to come out of you onto them. So you're the anointed. So we got to be careful about who we're talking about. Verse 13, and he sent again. A captain of the third 50. He sent a third one now. Nobody's coming back. Where are these folk at? And his 50. And the third captain of the 50 went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and besought him and said unto him, Oh, man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of these 50 of thy servants be precious in thy sight. God has a way of humbling folk. This third man heard about or saw that all of these folk was getting consumed. Yeah, I got to go in a different way. He had some kind of wisdom. He had some kind of reverence for God. He came and humbled himself 
And that's what we got to do. We got to know how to humble ourselves before God. He said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in due season, the season that we're looking for, our healing season, our coming out season, our ministerial season, these seasons that God has for us, we're going to come out and we're going to come into those seasons. The seasons are coming. It's my season. I say, I like to think that that song, you know, when I sing it sometimes, I say, Lord, it's your season. It's your season to be blessed. We bless him, but David said, if I had 10,000 tongues, I can praise him enough. It ain't enough blessing of God going around. It ain't, it, it, it can't be because I believe if we had much more blessings toward our God, we'll see much more miracles. We'll see a whole lot of different movement. So I believe it's God's seasons to be blessed. It's him we want to lift up. It's him we want to exalt. It's him we want to reference. It's our God. And this man humbled himself. We got to humble ourselves before almighty God. Verse 16, and he said unto him, thus said the Lord. Let me read 15. And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, go down with him. Don't be afraid of this man. He humbled himself. He don't mean you no harm. Go down with him. Don't be afraid of him. And he arose and went down with him unto the king. Now he's standing before the king himself. And he said unto, and he said unto him, thus said the Lord, for as much as thou hast sent messengers to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron, it is not because is it not because there is no God in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore, thou should not come down of that bed on which thou art gone up, but thou shalt surely die. Here it is. He came before the king himself. I don't need to send no message. I'm going to tell you what thus said the Lord. And sometimes we just got to stand and tell what thus said the Lord. We got to not be afraid of what God has put in our mouth. I remember a brother told me, he said, look. God give me a dream about this brother, and, and I was so afraid to say something to him about it. Because he was a man of God. I want to make sure this is me and not, I mean, I want to make sure it's God and not me. And so I held that thing, I pondered that thing for a long time. My, t- my cell phone was turned, it wasn't in the off position. It was off. We didn't pay the bill off. My phone rang, and I looked at that phone like, man, it was that brother. I said, my God. I said, Lord, you must want me to say something to this man. And so I picked up the phone. I'm saying, hello. He said, hey, how you doing, brother Al? And that's all he said. He ain't said nothing else. Like, well, what did he wait for? He called me. And the Lord said, tell him. And I thought, Lord, how he said, tell him. And I told him. The brother, he said, look, that's me. Now I have something for you to say, please tell me. The phone was off and it's, when God got something for you to do, it's going to get done. Unless you just, it, well, it's going to get done. Let me say that. It's going to get done. But if God, if you don't obey God, somebody else going to obey God. God going to raise somebody else up to get his job done, to get the work done. He ain't got to use you, but God just so sovereign. He's so, he's so merciful. He uses us. What are, what is man that he is so mindful of us that he come down and visit? What am I that he wanted, wanted me to tell this, this brother? He could have used somebody else. 
a bishop or he could use somebody, but he wanted me to tell him. God wanted to see if I was going to obey him. You know, and so I had to tell that brother, but this man, he came face to face and told him, he said, look, because you didn't acknowledge God, because people out there have stopped serving God, because people don't acknowledge God, the things that they're in, the situations that they're in, they ain't coming out of those situations until you acknowledge God. You got to acknowledge God in all your ways. In every way, you have to acknowledge God. Those backsliders, you got to come on back. Those whoremongers, you got to stop whoring. Those liars, you got to stop lying. You got to come on back and don't be giving yourself no excuse. And don't nobody else give no excuse. Tell them that they're human. God is, you know, he, he loves you and he, he don't mind. God does mind. He wants you to be clean. He wants you to be perfectly clean. And if God, if the son make us free and we be free indeed, what is unclean in us? God is not an unclean spirit. Not inside of me. Paul talks about that flesh. The flesh is unclean. But when God do a cleaning up, God show enough clean it up. He clean you up. He, he, he's better than spick and span. He's better than the arm and hammer guy. He, he's better than any of them. God cleans you up. You, you don't have a choice but to get clean. And so he said, is it not because there is, is it not because there is not a God in Israel? Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that we go seeking? Somebody else, church. These folk that have left God, the the new he, Hebrew Israelites, and they got something else that's forming. These folk that have left God, seeking another. God talking about you. God is talking about you. He said, "Woe unto those who call themselves Jews that are not Jews. You ain't no Jew. You weren't born in." You weren't born in Israel. You are a spiritual Jew. You were born to a black mama, black daddy, and that's what you are, a black child. But when you are saved, you become a spiritual Israelite. You better keep your mouth off of God's people. Those people, like Paul said, I bear the scars. People are bearing scars. They bear the mark of who they are. Those are God's chosen, whether people like it or not. Those are God's people. And he loved them all. He said, is it because there's not a God in Israel that we seek another? There is a God in Israel and we seek that God of Israel. We got to make sure that when we come before him, we seek the God of Israel. There is a God also in the God there in, in, in America. There is a God everywhere. Where is it that God is not? There's a God everywhere we go. God is there. And so, but we just got to acknowledge God. Or who he say he is. What he say he can do. If God said he can heal, wait on your healing. And God say he gonna save, wait on your, wait on your uh, salvation. I'm still waiting, I'm still in God's waiting room. I ain't leaving the God's waiting room. I'm waiting for my children to get saved. I'm waiting for them to get cleaned up. I'm waiting for the baptism of the Holy Ghost to fall upon them. It's a lot of, I'm waiting for my brothers and my sisters to get saved. It's so much that I'm waiting for. It just ain't the healing in my body. Everything that we need is in that waiting room. We just got to stay in the waiting room. When you get your healing, I like to know 
When do we leave the waiting room? When do we ever get up and say, okay, Lord, I'm here and I'm going to go. I got other things because I'm going to always be waiting. As David said, they that wait upon the Lord, God going to renew some strength. He is. He's going to cause you to mount up as a as an eagle with new wings. He's going to lift you up if we stay in the waiting room. Don't get up and lose your place. When you get up and leave the emergency room, you lost your spot. Don't get up and leave and lose your spot. Stay in God's way. There is a God in Israel. There's a God and his name is Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisa, his name is Jesus. He's in Israel. He loves Israel. He's here in America. But people don't acknowledge him like they should. There is a God, and I call him Jesus. I call on him day and night. I seek him in the morning. I seek him in the noonday. I seek him in the evening. I seek him late at night. I seek him when he get me up. I seek him early. There is a God that won't let you down. He's in Israel. He's in America. He's over there in China. He's he's everywhere. He's in Iran. There's so much stuff going on in the world. People can't find no peace. But there's a God that wants to hear from you. There's a God waiting for you to call up on him. There is a God that will heal and deliver. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and heal the land. God wants to heal this land. And he's able to heal this land. But we got to acknowledge that there is a God in Israel. There is a God here in Wentzville. He is. He is what he say he is. And he can't be no, he can't be nothing else. He said, I am what I am. And I can't deny who I am. Because you, you don't believe me. You can't wait for me. You can't acknowledge me. I'm still God. I'm the God of the heavens and the earth. How can a God that sits in, in heaven, which is his throne, and not see what's going on in all the universe, which is his footstool? God sees it all. He sees our struggles. He sees our fears. God sees it all. There is a God in Israel, and that God, Jesus, wants to help you this morning. He wants to be there for you right now. All you got to do is come. Anybody need to come back to the Lord? Anybody need to come to the Lord? Anybody need restoration? Anybody need to restore themselves? Come on, there's a God in Israel waiting for you. He's waiting for you. There's room at the cross for you. There is a God. And he's everywhere. He's Jehovah Shama. He's there. He's over there. He's over there. He's over. How can he be everywhere? He's just God. Can't nobody be like this guy. He's everywhere. Wherever he's in your car, he's in your home, he's in your bathroom. He's in the tub with you when you're singing. He's on your job. He's on a store. He's got to be with you. He's got to be there with you. We don't know how many stores that we didn't went in where God has kept us. We don't know how many times that we went up the street that we don't know of that God has kept us. God is with you everywhere you go. He said, I never leave you nor forsake you. He is Jehovah Shammah. 
He's my God. He's your God. He's God everywhere. There's no place that you can go where God won't be found. Seek him, Isaiah said. Seek him while he may be found. There's a time coming, people of God, that he won't be found. But now is the time. Now is the time to seek God for what we want. Seek him for salvation. Seek him for your brothers and sisters. Seek him for the lost. Seek him for the sick. He wants to hear from us. God bless you this morning. Anybody need prayer? Want to stand in the gap for somebody? I hope that you were helped. I know that you know that God is everywhere. And I know that you know that God, you have to seek God. I'm so glad that this is a church that seeks God about everything. We don't let nothing pass. I just remember how our sister came up before the service starts. I want you all to stand with me. That's what God looking for. That's what God looking for. He's looking for people that's going to seek him. You know, not when the thing come up on you. I want to prevent it. You know, God prevents some stuff. A lot of folk like to wait till stuff get on. That don't make the testimony that greater. <laughs> God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even think.